This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you? If people send you the same generic conversation starters, they message everyone else. Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of On The Line. I'm actually really excited about today's episode. I feel like I always say that because I'm always really excited <laughs> for today's episode. Um, but today I'm interviewing Taylor Frankel from Nude Sticks. She's a co-founder of the brand Nude Sticks. And it's a brand that I, I'm trying to remember the first time I heard of it, and I can't remember, so we're going to talk about that. But it's a super cool brand, but I'm going to let Taylor tell us all about it. Hello, Taylor. Hello. I'm so excited to be here, by the way. We, I said in the elevator, but I'm such a huge fan. Um, I've been following you since day one, that's since crazy. Essie Buttons. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's such a throwback. Whenever people say that, I just, like, die a little inside. Yeah, it's okay. It's, um, you know, you've been, you know, so influential. Oh. And, yeah, I'm so excited to be here. That's so nice. Well, yeah. when I walked into the lobby, um, for those of you listening, I saw Taylor, and she was literally just standing at the desk, like, trying to sign in. And I was <laughs> like, yeah. And then I was like, that must be her. But I was like, she's so pretty, even, like, the back of your hair. Oh, well, thank you. You're, like, a freaking <laughs> model. It's killing me to look at you right now. Well, I did get my hair done yesterday, thank God. Um, but, yeah, thank you very Where'd much. Where'd you get your hair done? Daniel Gavin oh, at Selfridges yeah. yes. did a pretty good job. Well, we yeah. will get into maybe why you were at Selfridges. Um, but first, I think we should maybe just um, explain a little bit about Nude Sticks. What is Nude Sticks? It's a beauty brand. Yes. So we're a makeup company. Mm-hmm. Um, I started Nude Sticks about four and a half years ago with my mom and my sister. Um, a little backstory about my mom. She is a chemical engineer, and she's been developing cosmetics for over 20 years. I think I read this. Probably, yeah. Not for MAC, right? She did start her career at MAC. Okay. Um, she developed some of their most iconic formulations, like the lip gloss. No, she didn't. Um, she did. Yeah. I mean, they smell so great. So good. She's a chemical engineer, is yes. that you said? That's very cool. Yeah, so she's very smart. <laughs> yeah, I mean, MAC is a Canadian company, and it you're is. a Canadian, so exactly. that, this is all kind of adding up. Yeah, there's a lot of amazing things that come out of Canada. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so Mac is one of them. Yeah. And she was with them for a bit. And then she started another beauty brand um, in our basement when my sister and I were literally both in diapers um, called Cover Effects. Oh, my God. Yeah. I didn't know that. Fun fact. Very cool. Yeah. So that was about 15 years ago. And she started Cover Effects in the year 2000. And in 2012, she said, you know what? I'm going to exit the beauty industry and, you know, try to be a full-time mom. Mm-hmm. Obviously, my sister and I were like, okay, mom, wh- what are you going to do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, what are you going to do at home? Like, you need to be working. Like, yeah. that's just her personality. And through that, during that time, she had this eat, pray, love moment. And she decided to decided to just connect with my sister and I. And how do you connect with your two teenage daughters? 
you literally need to go on social and, you know, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And what she realized and what she noticed through social was that my sister and I viewed beauty very differently than the way her generation grew up seeing beauty. Oh, that's interesting. Because she comes from MAC, which is more artistry. Right. And you have cover effects, which is more coverage. And she comes from that sex in the city generation, Mm -hmm. right, where you wake up an extra hour earlier to do your makeup and your hair. And my sister and I were kind of like, okay, well, we'd rather sleep in an extra 10 minutes in the morning. And at the end of the day, we just want to feel good and feel like the best and look like the best version of ourselves Mm. Um, we're not artists we want shades of neutral um, and we just want to enhance our natural beauty and we felt like at this time at that time about five years ago the beauty industry really spoke about you know the idea of more is more makeup Mm -hmm. and you know define perfection as like this you know super super flawless you know more is more Um, makeup with purple eyeshadow and blue lipstick and it was all of these steps and for us it was very intimidating and it was also not necessarily aspiring because we just aspire to look like a better version of ourselves right and I remember walking into all these beauty retailers and seeing images of different brands and you know it was beautiful but I remember my sister would go up to a counter and say well you know I would never friend or follow her on Instagram (laughs) that's funny um, so that was really, you know, how we had this aha moment to launch Nude Sticks. And, you know, at first we said, well, is it just us? Is it just us two Canadian girls who kind of want this less is more approach to beauty? And then we would literally stand on the sidewalk. So we would be in Toronto or London or, you know, New York, L.A., Singapore. And we would watch today, today's modern day woman, um, whether she was sitting at a local Starbucks or taking the subway or tube um, or she was doing her makeup in the backseat of an uber um, you know she was on the go and she was busy and she you know has a career and she has a family and she has a home and the one thing she doesn't have is time and so where is the time there's no time where can I get more time (laughs) right I feel like we're always asking ourselves these questions like how do I have extra an extra five minutes I just want an extra five (laughs) minutes whether it's an extra five minutes of sleep or an extra five minutes to do my makeup Mm. or you know to get my kids out out the door. So we felt like, you know, the beauty industry about five years ago had beautiful artistry brands and beautiful skincare brands, but we felt like there was a white space for a brand that was speaking to today's modern day woman. And she can be 18, 35, 65, a girl or a boy, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But she wants beauty to be easy, fast and effortless. And she wants to look like the best version of herself. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so that was really how we started Newt Sticks. I mean, I totally relate to all that. But sometimes I have that thought, like, is this just because I'm a low-key Canadian right? girl? <laughs> you know? You know, it kind of is. I feel like us Canadians, we do kind of have that approach to beauty. Yeah. We're a little bit more laissez-faire. Right. Um, but then it's interesting because we travel so much. And especially now that we're, you know, available in 30 countries, whether it's India or the Middle East or Australia or Mexico um, or the UK, the more I travel, the more I see that the woman globally is the same. Yeah. And she just wants, you know, to look like herself. And she also has a family and she also has a home and she also has a career and she also doesn't have time. Mm. So, yeah, I think it's it's a global phenomenon. Yeah, it's true. It's funny when you said like, we just want that extra 10 minutes of sleep in the morning because this morning I was like hitting my snooze button <laughs> as if it's going to make any difference. Yeah. But it feels like it does. No, it feels like it does. So what's it like working with your mom and your sister? Um, I love it. Yeah. I absolutely love working with my mom and my sister. We're very close. I think if it weren't for nude sticks, we wouldn't be as close, um, only because everyone would kind of live their, their own mm-hmm. lives. Now mm-hmm. we all live the same life. Yeah. Um, my mom and I, you know, work the most 
close closely together. Yeah. And um, I learned so much from her, from her because she has so much expertise in the industry and she's such a wealth of knowledge. And I always say that she's my mentor because, you know, she's really guided me through this entire journey. Right. Because I started so young and I didn't really know what to do or what to expect. And I had this passion, but, you know, you need someone to kind of mentor you and say, okay, like you have a voice and give you that confidence. Because I think as, you know, women especially, like we kind of fear that our voice doesn't matter or, you know, nobody really wants to hear what we have to say. Mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. when you have someone to say like, no, this is what you have to say is important. And I think um, that was something that she really did for me, which was great. That's amazing. (laughs) So you always had a passion for beauty or were you thinking to yourself like I'm going to go to university for this or what were you what was your plan before nude sticks um to honestly <laughs> I didn't really ha- I had a plan like I yeah. didn't really have a plan um <laughs> I mean I feel like the same way I'm just taking each day as it comes yes it was I was actually in school uh, in Toronto yeah. at a school called Ryerson hey that's where I went really just for like five or six months but oh, yeah I went for like a year and a half yeah and then I was like <laughs> I gotta go. Well, we have so much in common. This yeah. is awesome. I stayed at the, um, I think it was like ILLC um, uh, student housing. Oh, thing. yeah. And I was like, I want my own room. I want my own <laughs> bathroom. I spent my entire line of credit on that damn room. It wasn't even that nice. No. Yeah. The residency in there is, it's not. Yeah. It's, I know. But I guess you are from Toronto, so you were probably staying at home. Exactly. Right? Oh, so I couldn't get residency because right. I lived like a half an hour away. Right. Um. So I lived at home and I remember... We started Nude Sticks when I was 17, so my last year of high school. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to try to do both. I'm like, I'm going to, you know, go to school. I was in a business program. And at the time, Nude Sticks was kind of just picking up and we were launching in all these different global markets. And so I tried to travel and, you know, um, obviously trying to keep up with my classes in school at the same time. But it was really stressful and I wasn't able to focus on both um, and give my 100%. Yeah, I feel that. So I was like, you know what? School will always be there, and this opportunity may not be. So I'm just gonna, for sure. I mean, sometimes I even think maybe I should go back to school, but I I think <laughs> that's a that's a dream that I wouldn't really like in reality. If yeah, that makes sense. I, I think that way sometimes too, and I'm like maybe one day, but I I like I like working too much. Working is fun. Yeah. Working when you like something. I mean, what's that stupid phrase? If you like what you do, Dude, you never work a day exactly. in your life. <laughs> well, I like what I do. I still feel like I'm working. Yeah. Um, so this is a call-in show, as you know. Um, so we have a couple of questions, and I think I'm going to start with this one. Okay. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a It's a t-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, Estee, Allie, and Taylor. My name is Jillian, and I'm a graphic designer from New Jersey. Um, and I'm always really intrigued to talk to successful brands and their founders about where they got their inspiration for their branding. Um, today with social media, obviously a big part of the brand is not only their products, but the aesthetic and brand voice. Um, so where did you guys get the inspiration for Nude Sticks? Not only the product line, but the overall like look and feel of it. Um, was it a personality you felt was missing from the beauty industry? Or was it something you felt you would just be drawn to yourself as a consumer? Um, and with that, what were the trials and tribulations of finding a niche and making yourself stand out amongst other brands in the same vein? Thanks so much. Love the show. Bye. That's a really good question. That's a really good question. I know. When I heard that, I was like, damn, you're doing my job for me. Um, <laughs> a lot of questions. So yeah. the first thing, how did we find our brand aesthetic and brand voice? Yeah. Like, obviously, you let's just rewind a little bit before we kind of get really into this. You realized there was a niche. There was a gap in the market that, that you could fill. And then where do you go from there? You're just sitting down with your mom and your sister, and you're like, we should do these sticks. Yes. So I remember exactly the moment that we decided to do this. And it was, we were on a plane coming back from Miami. We had a family wedding. And usually when it's, you know, a special event, whether it's a wedding or, you know, a bar mitzvah or whatever it may be. Um, you Shabbat know, Shalom. Shabbat Shalom, you know. Oh, it's Friday. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so we always, um, you know, you're doing your makeup, you're getting ready, you're going glam, like, it's not a typical everyday thing. And I remember we were using all of these different products and we were just discussing, you know, beauty and the industry and how we felt like, you know, there was so much out there, but nothing that specifically related to our lifestyle. And that was, you know, less is more and easy and quick. And we weren't artists and we wanted shades of neutral. And we felt like every single brand really spoke to whether it be artistry or just like so much, like so much yeah. product, so much color. And um, we were just really inspired that weekend. And then we were on a flight going back to Toronto and we were sitting down and my mom, I remember, took out her laptop and was like, oh, we have to do this. Like, this is our aha moment. Like, there's nothing out there that's speaking to, you know, this new generation of women. And we wrote our marketing deck on the pl on the plane. Are or, like, serious? Our messaging, what we wanted our brand to be. <laughs> we knew that the first thing we wanted was, you know, a collection of nudes for all skin tones. Yeah. Um, because we felt like there was nothing else out there like that. And we knew that we personally would only gravitate towards neutral tones, whether it was, like, the Urban Decay Naked palette that was like so so hot what a moment that was such a moment decay. but we would only use like two shades out i of the know palette. even in the naked palette yes. i was still like i only use like the shimmery like luminous yeah. champagne tones but uh, i think like what i find so interesting because i've obviously worked in beauty for such a long time it's mm -hmm. like brands sometimes think neutrals are boring but yeah. i don't understand why because that's what so many people are wearing and i just want to say like i'm all for people wearing color and whatever they want to wear and i'm sure you guys feel the same but for me and like 
like my everyday look, mm-hmm. it's all neutrals. So all neutrals. If I'm getting like, you know, sometimes I get sent like 15 lipsticks and I will keep one yeah. and it's the nude. <laughs> so it's like I always wondered why there wasn't a, a just like a neutral brand. Right. Um, and, you know, brands, I think, weren't necessarily listening listening to consumers. It was very trend-focused. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was the one thing we knew we wanted. We wanted shades of neutral. Um, and we didn't necessarily know. We knew we wanted a stick concept because I remember before our trip, my mom actually came home with a bunch of different lab samples. And she'd come home with, like, different palettes and compacts and different types of um, packaging. Was this for Cover FX or was this this is the kind starting of the brand? The starting point. So yeah. we didn't necessarily know what we wanted to do, but we we wanted something. Yeah. Um, start and, looking at formulas, start looking at colors, got it. Exactly. And I remember there was one pencil in all of the products that you brought and my sister and I went up to it and we're like, what is this? Like, this is the coolest thing ever. And she's like, what do you mean? Pencils have literally existed since the beginning of makeup. Um, and we're like, no, this is so cool. It's so like, you know, compact, you know, it's so easy. You don't have to bring around like so many palettes and compacts. It's super um, chic. Mm-hmm. And she's like, oh, wait a second. So she would like, what my mom would do essentially is she would pick out all of these little moments that my sister and I would say or do. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, this idea was so overwhelmingly clear that we just kind of were like, we need to do this. And um, obviously my sister and I at the time, you know, we would never think to just start a beauty brand on our own. Well, it's very daunting. It is. And, you know, and where do you start? Exactly. Like, yeah. there's so much that goes behind it. So um, that was, you know, how we kind of initially started. And um, the aesthetic, we knew we wanted something that was simple and chic, something regardless of your gender as well that you can use because, you know, we love um, the fact that everything's like super matte black. It's super chic. You can just kind of take it out of your pocket and whether you're, you know, um, you know, a guy who loves makeup or just wants to do a little touch up or a girl who's like me and I'm like, okay, I don't like anything pink or frilly. I just want something that's very classic and uh, modern. What a Um, concept. Yeah. What a concept. Exactly. (laughs) And we always say that sometimes the most simplest things are often forgotten. Right. Um, And I think that really goes to show with the success of Noonsticks because everyone, whenever they pick up a product, they're like, oh, I love the simplicity of this. I love how it's so, you know, on the go and um, portable and it fits in your purse and it's smaller than your smartphone. You can just put it in your pocket. And um, we always say the modern day woman today, she's on the go. Like she's traveling. She's, you know, like commuting. So that was important to us. And from an aesthetic point of view, like just from a content perspective, um, we wanted it to feel really real. That was one of the reasons why my sister and I were the models at first, because yeah. we're not models. Um, because we're not, you know. You super, are. Well, FYI. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but, you know, nobody knew us. <laughs> we're yeah. not supermodels. Right. So and you didn't have like an Instagram presence before nude sticks? No, nothing. Right, right. Um, we were your normal girls next door from Toronto, yeah. Canada. <laughs> and um, the reason why we were the faces is because we wanted someone to look at our brand and be like, oh, if these two girls can do it, I can do it. And right. we did zero retouching on our photos. We wanted it to feel very authentic mm-hmm. because we also felt like that was missing, something right. that felt really real and authentic and something that you can relate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you look at us and you'd say, oh, like I'd follow her or friend her on Instagram and I'm not intimidated by her or this brand. And um, we wanted it to feel really approachable. Yeah. Um, so that was really why we started with my sister and I. And then obviously throughout the progress of, you know, nude sticks, obviously in a to be able to showcase diversity, we mm-hmm. have, you know, other models, but we never retouch our models. And um, we always look, use girls that look like kind of your everyday girls. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, 
Yeah. It, it kind of reminds me of when I first started um, YouTube and stuff. I really knew nothing about beauty and makeup. Mm-hmm. And like, I was young. I was 19. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, I need to learn how to do all these techniques. And I remember like spending hours trying to learn how to do like the perfect winged liner and stuff like that. But actually, I realized, you know, I'm just trying to show that everyday thing. And even still, I mean, eight years later, whatever it is, I have... I know how to do makeup-ish, but, like, I don't know how to do... I couldn't do a smoky eye if you paid me. Oh, like, I always say that I'm not a makeup artist. Like, the no. first thing I say is I'm a nude sticks artist. Like, I can use nude sticks right. really well. But when it comes to brushes or powders or all of these different tools and steps and tricks, I'm like, uh-uh. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, no, no. Well, one thing that I love about your products is that they're, they are so easy to use. Mm-hmm. And the formula is so insanely crazy. Mm-hmm. And I was saying earlier in the podcast that I can't remember the first time I tried nude sticks, but I'm sure it was sent to me like, you know, just yeah. as like blogger mail or something. Mm-hmm. And for me, like I do get so much mail and I'm like, I don't have time to try all these things. But when I saw the packaging, I was like, ooh, that's cool. And then I read, I think in the press release that you were Canadian, I was like, okay, love that. And then when I tried the formula, like it, that creamy texture, I think it was like a cheek and lip something or other, which is still my favorite product that you guys make. Um, I was like, this is cool. And I started really understanding the concept of the brand. They come in those cool tins. Mm -hmm. I was like, this is really easy. And I love that the products are creamy. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They're all creamy. They're all creamy based. They're all cream based. Yeah. Um, And the reason why we love cream products is because they truly melt into the skin to become and look like skin. Yeah. Um, Whereas powders typically sit on the skin. So you can really see texture. Mm and I love how creams feel so lightweight. They I don't know. feel like you're wearing anything. I know. Um, and they're so flattering on all skin types. And they're so glowy. So glowy. Like, that's our thing. We love a good glow. And when you have glowy skin, it looks youthful. It looks fresh. It looks vibrant. Your skin just looks like you just came back from a facial. Like, yep. we love a good I glow. Agree. Yeah. Well, I have another question for you that I think I'm going to play right now. Okay. Okay. Hi, Estee, Ali, and Taylor. My name's Tony Marie. I'm from Hamilton, Ontario. And my question is, where do you draw your inspiration from when you're designing a new product? Thanks. Have a good day, guys. So let's back it up again. <laughs> How many products did you start the brand with? We had about maybe 30 SKUs, so which includes lip. So we had one lip texture called our cream lip and cheek pencil, the OG. We had eyeshadows, concealer, mascara, and that was it at right. the time. Okay. Yeah. So now we have about 100 and over 130 SKUs, which That's is insane. so SKUs like SKUs are like the individual product. So every single product that we have in our line, every single color, every single so everything, every single shade, right. every single category within the brand. Okay, so you started with around 30, and then that was like the core collection. Just do all those products still exist? Um, yes. Uh, no, actually, that's a lie. So we did discontinue some eye products. Um, we had two eye textures, like more of a powder-based cr- pencil and more of a creamy, long-wearing one. We removed the powder, um, kept the creamy, long-wearing product, um, and discontinued a few shades just because... Um, Obviously, you want to keep the products that are the most productive. Of course. Um, and as we go on, we want to make sure that, you know, everything that we have in our line is perfect. Right. Um, 
So that's what, and also because we're in store, we only have a small merchandising space. So whenever we launch new products, we need to make sure that we can fit it. And if we can't fit a new launch, then maybe we have to discontinue products that maybe aren't doing as well as others. Fine. That makes sense. So, yeah. so you've got your main sort of core collection. Okay. And then talk me through like, how do you sit down with your mom and your sister, or whatever's happening, and say, I think we should do a new color of this? Like, how, what's the process like? Um, it's actually, so my mom and I are always on the go. We're never home for more than maybe two weeks. So for us, we get really a lot of it. A lot of our inspiration comes from traveling and visiting different markets and cities, you know, whether we're in Mumbai or, you know, Dubai or Sydney or London or, you know, Mexico City, we, you know, get inspiration from the trends from those cities, um, from skin tones as well. Because we're a nude brand, we need to ensure that we have nude shades for everyone. And, you know, nude for me is a very different shade than a nude for you, than a nude for somebody else. Right. So, and it, that goes with a, whether it's a lip color or a blush or an eyeshadow or a, you know, complexion product. Mm-hmm. So we get a lot, a lot of our inspiration from that. We also get a lot of inspiration from Runway. Mm-hmm. Um, we do have a lot of makeup artists who work for us that do work on um, runway um, for high, um, for really cool designers. And they'll come back from, you know, a fashion week and they'll say, okay, this is what's all over the runway right now. And honestly, usually it's nudes. Right. <laughs> it's like, oh, this is the trend for spring. It's dewy skin and like, you know, a nude lip. We're like, okay, done. We got this. <laughs> so that's really where the trends are going. Like yeah. you're not seeing, you know, you know, super sparkly blue eyeshadow or aquamarine lipstick. It's really about nude skin, deconstructed eyeshadow Mm -hmm. looks. Um, If it's a smoky eye, then it's like a deconstructed slept in smoky eye, which we love. Um, Yeah, I love that too. Just take the thing and smudge it all over. Yeah. (laughs) So yeah, a few things. And obviously our customers, like our customers will comment on our photos and say, oh, I wish you had this or I wish you had this color or this product or wouldn't it be cool if you, you know, did the brow gel on its own or so we get a lot, a lot of inspiration from our customers because they're our number one influencers. Right. So, so how did you start gaining success with this brand? This is what I'm trying to figure out. You were not, you didn't have an Instagram base already. Mm -hmm. I, of course you had your mom and all of her support, but how did you really build the social aspect of the brand? And did that help a lot? And, and building the oh, brand? Oh, yeah. So we consider ourselves a social and digital brand first. Um, and they're really – so I remember when we decided to do to launch Nude Sticks and we're like, okay, we're doing this. I just created a Nude Sticks Instagram page and, you know, started you posting. You did it yourself? I did it myself. And yeah. I started posting just random photos, inspirational photos that kind of felt Nude Sticks-esque. And um, I remember the first retailer we launched um, was Space NK. In the UK and the US. That was the first? That was our first retailer. Wow. And we had a very limited assortment. Mm-hmm. And I remember through Space and K, we gave them three-month exclusivity. Right. And this th- is ringing a bell to me. Yeah, because I remember I, I almost, I think you were at one of our press yes. events yeah. in the UK. I think I was too. Yeah. Um, so th- that was quite a bit ago, quite a long time ago. And um, we gave them three month a three-month exclusivity. Um, and in, in return, they gave us, you know, ex- um unlimited press and whether it's press events or like media interviews Mm -hmm. and through that we gained a lot of traction and through a lot of whether it be blogger mentions or influencer mentions or youtuber mentions we started to gain more of a following Mm -hmm. um and it was a process like we have about three hundred eighteen thousand followers now um but we started from from zero and we didn't start with any like 
we weren't influencers. Um, we really, it was an authentic brand growth. So it was like those, you know, tricks of the trade, whether it be hashtagging everything or following everyone right. or liking everyone and commenting everyone on everyone's photo. Um, and then obviously influencer collaborations, like probably two years into, um, you know, launching Nude Sticks, we collaborated with some influencers. That's right. I remember that. Yeah. I remember being very jealous. Yeah. <laughs> Where was my collab? collab? Yeah, I do. I've been telling everybody. Yes, I do. I've been telling everybody. Okay, we'll talk later. Okay, no. For like years, I've been like saying this. Nobody listens to me. Nobody listens to you. I even said to my agent, I was like, we need to like talk about a Nude Sticks collab. Okay. But anyway. I like it. More on this later. Okay. Um, (laughs) But yeah, and then obviously retailers. Because when we launched Sephora, so this was after Space and K, we had a lot of press. And then Sephora reached out to us and we're like, they said to us, we are missing a brand like yours, you know, someone that's more of a millennial-based brand to bring in those customers into store. Mm-hmm. And once we launched Sephora, obviously, they're a machine. Like Sephora US especially, like once they post about you. You're in. That's it. So that was. So, so you get this call from Sephora and are you freaking out? Freaking out. Yeah. Like I think at first at 17, I was 17, my sister was 14. That's insane. It was insane. And we didn't necessarily understand like at that time, like how insane it was. We we're like, oh my God, that's so cool. But like, it was insane. Yeah. Like, no brands have Sephora, you know, calling them. And um, so it was a really cool moment for us. I remember we were deciding in Canada what retailer to launch. And we're like, Sephora. Sephora is the coolest retailer. Yeah. We have to launch them. They have, you know, such a huge marketing machine mm-hmm. behind them. And they'll really give us that, you know, cool factor brand association. Um, and they have, you know, they were five years ago. Like, they're even hotter today than I think they were five years ago. Oh, like, yeah. they're just doing it so well. Um, so we launched Sephora. And then after that, we started getting traction from other retailers like right. Urban Outfitters, um, Ulta. Oh, you guys are in Urban Outfitters? Yeah. That's cool. In the online and then in the U.S. is the only place that we're available in store. Right. Yeah. The thing with your brand that's kind of interesting, though, and I'm sure maybe this is a, a battle for you, but you kind of have to explain the concept of the brand. I feel like yeah. people really need to go to your Instagram and just, like, watch you put it on your yeah. face. <laughs> I feel like when someone watches it once, they're like, oh, yeah. like, how did I not know how to do that? Because it's honestly so easy. And I always say, you literally just draw and smudge. Like, yeah. you don't need brushes. And you just swipe it on your face, yeah. use your fingers, and that's it. And they're like, oh, wait a second. Like, I can do that. Yeah. So, yeah. And but- they come with those cool pencils sharpeners yes they do (laughs) (laughs) I love a little accessory (laughs) um so what challenges have you faced I mean I'm hearing lots of uh easy breezy stuff right here but I'm sure it was not easy breezy at all like what hurdles were you facing really through all this I mean like when you launch a business there's so many um from from a financial perspective yeah um making sure that you're you know always you have to be productive as a business mm-hmm. and you have to ensure that, you know, you have, if not more money coming in than what you're spending, at least you're breaking even. Of course. Right? At least for the, you know, for a bit. And we were lucky to, enough to, you know, have some, a little bit of an investment mm-hmm. um, after the first few years of launching, which right. was insane because the beauty industry is probably one of the most expensive industries yeah. um, because we're also in stores. So merchandising is super expensive, creating products. Um, and then obviously, I think another challenge is 
always manufacturing products. Like mm-hmm. for some reason, it's oh, it doesn't matter how much time you give to launch a product, it's always delayed. Right. Um, like there's always something that kind of goes wrong last minute, whether it's, you know, the bulk, um, they already filled the product with the formula and then you realize the formula's off or the tech or the color shades off or something's wrong with the packaging or all of these products go out and then you realize that there's something wrong with like the component right or what else i mean it just seems like with brands and with any job really but with a brand it's like constantly just like i imagine like a tennis racket just like batting away issues (laughs) and i was talking to somebody the other day about how life is so hard (laughs) i was like it just feels like you're like life is just problem solving over and over and over yeah. again. And I'm getting tired. Taylor. Read, I know. Have you read the book, The Art of Not Giving a oh, No, because I already don't give a fuck. But okay. yeah, I, I was just, like, can we swear on this? On yeah, this? you can. You can. Um, but yeah, I mean, and then, and you know, on top of like your life, you're running a business mm-hmm. and you're yeah. so young. Yeah. I mean, thankfully, I have an amazing team. Yeah. And I, I always say ask, that. Like, who is I your think, team? My mom, yeah, <laughs> and then obviously my my team globally, like I, whether it's a PR team right. or our marketing team, finance, um, education, like everyone is there to support right me and us. And I wouldn't be able to do this on my own. Obviously, you know it's a lot of work, and you know whether it's you know creating you know new social campaigns or traveling to different markets to educate and launching a new product, um, but it's exciting. Mm-hmm. And I always say that ensure that you have a solid team behind you that have your back that and are genuinely there to um to lift you up yeah um and it's hard to find it is that's a really great piece of advice Mm -hmm. actually and I get asked that question a lot like what would you tell girls who are trying to start doing this and and that and it's it's the it is the team Mm -hmm. and it was actually my assistant's birthday yesterday so I took her out and we just I feel like this is fresh because we just had like a little uh a little chat about it but it's like when you feel supported and you feel like you can just say like, I can't do this right now. Can you do this? Or, you know, just having that support is so crucial. It's so crucial. Yeah. And even if, I don't know, like at least for me, when I feel like I'm supported, I feel like I can actually do what I have to do. Right. Um, and, and be on and be, you know, whether I like to call it like on, on stage, for example, because like both of us, like we work in, yeah. you know, an industry where we're kind of like the talent per se, mm-hmm. or we have to be on and talk to, you know, whether it be customers or followers mm-hmm. or do events. And um, when you do that, you want to focus on that as opposed to, you know, focusing on, oh, crap, like we just, you know, yeah. our merchandising didn't go up here. So making sure that you have that team that support you and ha- are that backbone so that you can do what you do best. Of course. Yeah. And and also, you know, you have to be on for the rest of the team. You know, no, nobody wants to walk into an office where it's like yes. the founder's like, I'm so tired yes. today. Although I feel like I do that all the time. <laughs> but you know what I'm saying? It's okay. It's real. <laughs> yeah, you know, like real. you're a real person. You're human. I, I know, right? I know. <laughs> Sometimes people forget. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes I forget. Yeah. I'm a real person. Um, <laughs> so what's a typical day in life? Do you guys have an office space or uh, like because you're traveling so much is it just honestly going to a cafe and like working from your laptop taking calls in hotel rooms like this sounds so Sometimes. glamorous to me I know everyone thinks it's the most glamorous thing but uh no you know what we have an office back in Toronto mm-hmm. um at Defren and Steels oh cool and we have a team actually globally globally right now if I include every single person that's whether they're in field or artist or brand managers um our marketing team finance education shipping we have about over, close to 100 people, right. which is pretty crazy. Um, 
And in our marketing office, there's about maybe 15, 20 of us. Um, and usually when I'm home in Toronto, which is, you know, rarely, mm-hmm. I go into the office every single day and I work closely with our team to work on social strategy. I create content. I work with our education teams. Um, I work in product development with my mom. And then when I travel, I am doing this. So I work, you know, um, I travel to meet with different, you know, press and media and influencers. And then I obviously educate. So I go into store and I train on the brand and train on the products. And I do events and master classes in store and meet with customers. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> it's a lot. It's a lot of um, physical um, work as well. Just yeah. traveling in general is. It takes its toll. It takes its toll. You oh have to just take gosh. care of yourself. How do you do that? Um I don't know. Like, how do you <laughs> chill? I don't. No, I'm a very – it's interesting. So I'm, I was always super shy growing up, and I hated public speaking, and I still, I still am very introverted. So when I am out, I have to be on. So, like, I'm on stage or yes. I'm on, you know, whether I'm doing an event or, um, you know, I'm, I'm extroverted, and that's fine. And, like, I enjoy doing that. And But when I get home, I'm like, I need my time to be I alone, know. and I enjoy that time to be by myself. Yes. Um, and even when I'm home, like, I enjoy my time just doing nothing and being on my own. I know. Um, so I think that what, that's what helps me. Like, I can't be on 24-7. Yeah. And what else? I don't know. Like, I, I focus, like, when I've traveled, I never used to do this, but I made a commitment to myself that when I travel, like, move your body. Yeah. At least once a day. Whether it's, like, yoga poses in the morning mm-hmm. or connecting to myself um, because I feel like you kind of lose that when you travel because mm-hmm. you're go, go, go. And you forget that you need some some balance in yeah, your life. Because you're tired. Yeah. You know, so sometimes it's hard to be like, I'm going to go to the gym or I'm going to do yoga yeah. when you're tra- like traveling. is So I'm actually trying not to travel so much, which mm-hmm. is sounds insane because I feel like I just got off a plane <laughs> yesterday. Um, but I was on a yoga retreat nice. for the record. That sounds amazing. Um, it was really good. But yeah, mm-hmm. yoga has changed my life. Yeah. No, it has changed a lot of people's life. I wish I did more yoga. Yeah. Um, but even like if I just do some movements like in the morning in my hotel room yeah. like I just feel more like I feel like this is a very yoga thing to say like I feel more centered you right. know and I'm able to just re- like I'm just feel more calm right and my energy is a little bit more leveled but it's so. interesting what you said earlier about being introverted and feeling like you have to be on when you go out because mm-hmm. like uh, so many of my friends are like let's go out let's party and in my head like yes I want to go but I I have to like gear up for that mm-hmm. like that's me being on yeah you know no, I totally agree with that um but it's on in a different way I guess yes but I I am that person who will a week before, my friends will be like, oh, let's go out, go out. I'm like, yeah, 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 like, let's do it. And then, like, a day before, I'm like, I'm sorry, oh but I can't. <laughs> same. I feel the same. It's just, like, I can't, I don't have the strength to do this right yeah. now. Like, I want to. Like, I, I genuinely want to. And I, and I know that if I do it, I'll have yeah. a good time. But sometimes you just need to think about yourself first and be like, I'm sorry. I need to watch Netflix I tonight. need to watch Netflix. I know. Although I did go out last week and I had my first espresso martini. Ooh, those will kill you. That was really <laughs> something else. Yeah. That was like a double whammy oh, right yeah. there. Still recovering from that. <laughs> but like what do all your friends think of what you're doing? You're just like a business mogul and you're 23. I, I mean, I have a few best friends mm-hmm. um, that I grew up with, and we've stayed close uh, for many, many, many years. Yeah. And I've never been that person to have like so many friends, right? Um, because like I, I like to keep, you know, I think as you 
grow up. Like when you're younger, you're like, oh, I need to have so many friends. Yeah. And then as you get older, you're like, okay, like I just want those friends who are genuine and are going to be there for me no matter what. For sure, for sure. Um, my my two best friends are like my my two friends <laughs> that I have are so supportive um, of me and are so genuinely happy for me. And you can tell yeah. when someone is, you know, like happy, but mm, <laughs> like not really. Yeah. They're like, oh, I wish. I know. You I know? feel that. Um, so I think by surrounding myself with people like that, it's very helpful yeah. and just making sure making sure that you find the, those friends who For genuinely sure. support you. Yeah, I feel exactly the same. Are you in the mm. dating game or what's going on? Yeah. I love talking about <laughs> dating. It's my favorite subject. It is a lot worst. of fun. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm going to get my boyfriend to listen to this podcast now. I do. I am dating. Um, you have a boyfriend? I do have a boyfriend. Of how long? It's been just over a year. Oh, my God. Yeah, very Dude. exciting. Yeah. Um, but... No, it's, you know, I travel a lot. So, like, the first thing I said when we started dating is I travel a lot. I was like, listen, this is my life. My work is everything to me. And you have to be okay with that. And you have to be okay with me traveling. And, you know, it's easy to say at first, but then sometimes they're like, oh, my God, I can't believe you're leaving again. I th- He loves that about me. He mm-hmm. loves that I work and that I travel and that, you know, that makes me happy. And obviously, he's happy when I'm happy. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is difficult. And, you know... When I just know that when I'm home, I have to be present. And um, I make that effort. And thank God for FaceTime. That's all I'm going to say. Are you guys FaceTiming? Yeah, of course. You That's know. so right. cute. So cute. I'm like the least gushy person in a relationship. <laughs> I'm like a boy. I'm, I'm that, that person. Um, but yeah, we FaceTime. That's cute. Yeah. And do you text all the time? Uh, yeah, I mean... <laughs> Like, good morning. And <laughs> oh, good you night. say good morning every day? Yeah. That's cute. Um, but we're both, like, very busy. Like, he travels, yeah. too. And I think if he was, like, not busy and, like, didn't have anything to do, like, it would be awful. A killer. A killer. But we're both busy. Right. So I think that's okay. And, right. Um, yeah. And I, <laughs> I always say that distance makes the heart grow fonder. Does it, though? I think it does. <laughs> I really think it does. Like, I honestly, tr- like, after a week of not being together, I'm like, okay, I really miss you. Like, this was oh, good, you know? so cute. Thank you. He lives in Toronto, though? <laughs> he does. That's nice. Yeah. Are you oh. friends with Anna and Petra Collins? No, I'm not. Are you serious? Who is this? Oh, my God. I feel like I need to, like, do a friend <laughs> setup or something. Anna Collins <laughs> is the best ever. Okay. Anyway. She's well, in Toronto? She's in Toronto. Okay. She's so cool. Anyway. I need to meet her. <laughs> I, I hope she's listening to this because uh, I love her so much. And she's got a dog. Ooh. Yeah. Um, right. So what else do we need to discuss? <laughs> Number one, you're launching in Selfridges. Yes. Big news. That's huge, girlfriend. Thank you. I'm so, honestly, Selfridges has been on my dream board since day one. Yeah. And um, when we first launched the UK, I was like, this is, this needs to happen. It's, I personally think it's my favorite retailer mm-hmm. ever. Can you say that? Yeah. I in think. In front of all the other retailers listening? I mean, <laughs> I love all of them equally now. <laughs> I love all my retailers. I do love all my retailers. But there's something about Selfridges, about, like, just the assortment of products. Yeah. Like, you can't find that anywhere else. Um, like, you can't find it at the Bay. The or, Bay. Like, the that's that, – whenever <laughs> someone mentions the Bay, I'm like, that's so Canadian. It's so Canadian. Um, it, they just have every, all of the best things um, and the best sales and the best beauty counters. It's a really cool experience. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I'm very excited. We're launching now, and you can find us in-store and online. And in-store locations are London, Manchester Exchange, 
um, Oxford and Trafford. Awesome. Yes. So I guess one of my last questions is, somebody's never tried nude sticks before, where do they begin? I know I'm putting my vote in for the lip and cheek thing. Yeah. The lip and cheeks are amazing. Yeah. But if I have to say one product, it would probably be any of our nudies. So we have a nudies collection. So we have blushes, bronzes, glows, and now blooms, which are a dewy blush. Right. And these are your three in one. So your eyeshadow, cheek, blush, lip color. There's a synthetic brush on the other end that you can use to blend. Yeah. And the texture, it's a Korean formula. It blends into the skin so, so beautifully. And the shades are so flattering on all skin tones. And yeah. it's that one product that if you're on the go and you're like, I don't know, like, wh- what do I do if you're like on your way to work or you're right. on your way to a meeting, you just draw it like everywhere and just add a little bit of a pop of color and you instantly feel like refreshed. I, I really love that look of the same color on the lips, cheeks, and eyes. Me too. People are freaked out by putting like a blush type color on their eyes. I'm telling you, everybody listening, it's a must. It's a must. It's And when you have the same tone, and I'm not saying you have to wear it like so pigmented where you have like a color. Right. You know, it just looks a like flush. a wash. Of, exactly. A flush. I'm um, just really pretty and effortless. And yeah. when you have a monochromatic look, it just looks so natural. And So you guys don't have skincare, do you? Not yet. Oh. Stay tuned. <laughs> so what is next for Nude Sticks? What's, what's the big dream here? Not that it can get much bigger. <laughs> like asking me about the five-year plan. <laughs> yeah. Like hit me with the five-year plan. Um... I don't know. I mean, short-term, short-term goals lead to long, I don't know, lead to long-term goals. I feel like we know kind of what's happening a year out, but then everything after that, it's kind of just going with it. I mean, it's worked until now. (laughs) I mean, I'll say, Mm -hmm. I guess you do have to not look at trends per se, but like see what's popping off on Instagram and everything like that. Exactly. And we know we have a sense of what we want to do. Like, for example, well, we have right now, we had just launched a, a new collection, like our blooms and our lip glosses. Mm-hmm. And then in fall, we're launching complexion. So think like oh, skincare cool. f- foundation. Ooh. Very exciting. Very exciting. Um, and then we have some collaborations coming up this holiday with some celebrities. Me. Um, yes, just you. <laughs> yes, guys, we're collaborating. <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> um, but actually, that would be really sad if I was the quote-unquote celebrity and everyone would be like oh (laughs) she's not celebrity no I'm not I'm I'm a I'm a miserable person living by myself (laughs) in my in my interior designing world I was telling Taylor earlier that like I'm living in like five inches of dust and I really can't take it much longer yeah no I I feel that um but do you feel awkward when people? Because you are you are really like a celebrity. No, I'm not. You are. But like when when people say that you like it's like you just think of yourself as a normal person. Oh, like, you're making me uncomfortable. I'm like moving around <laughs> in my chair. No, I definitely um don't feel like a celebrity. But it's really cool. Like if I go out to like a like I went out to this like um uh like bar in Peckham and it was like I wouldn't expect anybody there to be like watching my beauty videos you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. and I was just like hanging out and someone was like Estee I've watched no. your videos forever <laughs> and I was like god that's do you get uncomfortable so when that happens I like it yeah. like I think it's very cool it's more mostly like the people I'm with are like what is happening yeah like who are you are you like Hannah Montana <laughs> like you have a double life well yeah it's like do I have a double life I'm not so sure yeah. I, I think one thing I'm doing is putting those boundaries up which is um I think pretty important, but mm-hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, we're just rambling yeah. on and on now. Yeah, <laughs> I, I feel like I want to ask you more, but like about your lifestyle. Uh my life. Uh, Give me some intel into the mind of your mind. My mind. My mind is nude sticks. Honestly, yeah. it's always thinking about what's next. You know, 
what's current, like what's happening on social. I obviously work very closely with social, so it's a huge part of my life. Are you like doing your own Instagram? I know you're doing your own Instagram thing and like you put on a cute little graphic tee and I'm like obsessed. (laughs) Thank you. Um, I live in graphic tees. Um, But I don't know, like it's, yeah, I mean, I am kind of building my my following as Mm -hmm. well only because I think people want to connect with the the person behind the brand and the person who essentially, um, whether it's creating the products or, you know, is that expert. And um, on my on my account, I'm able to kind of showcase that a little bit more so. Um, but and like show the behind the scenes of, of right, mood sticks right. and, and my life. But I don't know, my my lifestyle is is very normal. <laughs> I've, I mean, other than like traveling for work. And <laughs> I mean, I live a normal life. Like when I'm home, like I go out with friends. I, Your two friends. My two friends, you know. <laughs> my my boyfriend. Um, boyfriend. My boyfriend. <laughs> Feels so weird. Boyfriend. Um, and I, I don't know. I see my, I'm very close to my family. I like hang out with my family all the time. Our dinner conversations, our meetings. Um, oh my gosh. <laughs> I don't know. It's, it's fun. But like, I feel like for me, what I love about building a brand is that it's, there's always something new and like we love just like my mom and I, we bounce off ideas off of each other all the time. And, yeah. Um, I love the beauty industry because it's so, I mean, it's so dynamic, but you also, it's so inclusive. Mm. Like what I love about the beauty industry is that you can, like anyone can be, you know, a, a part of it. And yeah. regardless of your age or your ethnicity or your, um, your your background, like it's such an amazing, yeah, industry. And I think it's just like what a beautiful time to be alive in the beauty industry because yeah. it's it's getting so interesting. I feel yeah. like I mean, I when I first started, you know, it was the days of Urban Decay. I mean, that was huge. But now it's like I feel like the whole industry is changing. Yeah, um, which is amazing. But anyway, I'm gonna wrap this up. But seriously, Taylor, it's been a joy <laughs> speaking to you. I think you're so inspirational. Thank you. And you're so well spoken. I can't even believe it. You're oh, just God. like just so poised and and very <laughs> professional and cool at the same time. You're perfect. <laughs> um, so where can people find nude sticks if they want to follow you? Um, well, you can find us if you're in the UK. You can find us in Selfridges now. So huge moment. And if you're anywhere else around the world, you can find us at Sephora, in store and online. If you're in the US, you can also find us at Ulta. And then obviously nudesticks.com. And you can find us on Instagram and follow us and engage with us. And Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Thank you so much. And I've got a very busy day ahead of you. I'm seeing mm-hmm. like boxes in the corner and you're about to get on a train to Manchester. So <laughs> yes, just another do your day. thing. Have a green yeah. juice. Yep, we'll okay. do. <laughs> Thank you. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. Hi, I'm Jesse Cruikshank. Jesse Cruikshank. I host the number one comedy podcast called Phone a Friend. Girl, let's phone a friend. Not only do I break down the biggest stories in pop culture with guests like Dan Levy and members of InSync, I do it with my own personal boy band singing jingles throughout. Because it's my show. It's your show, girl. New episodes of Phone a Friend. Yeah. Drop Thursdays wherever you get your podcasts. So work it, girl. Yeah, work it. Okay, that's enough. Acast helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. 
ACAST.com.